0: Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau.
1: Wow, what a powerful worship. Why don't we give hand to the worship team as well? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the Word of God? This morning we started the first session on reigning with Christ. We're talking about dominion. And this morning I gave the introduction about the original purpose of God for each and every one of us, for Adam's son and daughter. And we will continue to learn more and more and more as time goes by. We learn tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, and eventually after the camp, we will learn how to reign with Christ, how to rule and reign. And this morning, we already learned something that the Bible says clearly that God has given dominion to man. God has given dominion to Adam. And that is the original plan before the fall of mankind. And God wants to restore that dominion back to us. And tonight we're going to continue to learn about the dominion that God has given to us and how we're going to get it back and how we can exercise authority and dominion on earth here in the next few sessions. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Father, for teaching your church the truth. And the truth shall set us free. We believe, Father, as we hear your word, our faith will rise up. We will grow in faith, and we can walk in this life with victory. We are not, Lord, a victim anymore. We are not, Lord, the defeated people, but we are the victors. We are the conquerors, and even more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit, who is our teacher, We ask for the Holy Spirit to teach us tonight in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. This morning I read from Psalm chapter 8 and in verse, I believe verse 6, the Bible says, You have made him, mean man, to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. God say he make us to have dominion over all the creations of his hand. That's what we learned this morning. And I end this morning teaching with the scripture. In Genesis chapter 2, I talk about the Garden of Eden. And God gave gold. God put gold in the garden. And God put good things, rivers, trees. And he said, that take care of this thing. You own all these things, all these things belong to you. You have the right, you have the authority to take care of the good things that God created for you. And something happened later on that man lost this dominion. And we're going to look at the scripture tonight together. But before that, I'd like to read Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. The Bible says, If you are willing and obedient, You shall eat the good of the land. So God created the land to be good, full of gold, full of trees and fruit. And at the beginning, Adam and Eve ate the good of the land. But now in order to go back to have dominion, in order to eat the good of the land, we need to be willing and obedient to the Lord. Everyone say willing. Everyone say obedience. God gave dominion to Adam for sure. Let's look at what the Bible say about dominion that Adam received. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 19, Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. God formed every kind of animals, in the sky, in the air, in the sea, under the sea, on the ground. And there are countless types of animals on earth here, countless types of fish and birds in the world. And God made all of these animals and brought them to Adam. Think about it. They brought them to Adam. And God said, okay, Adam, you are the one who is going to give them names. What kind of animal? Whatever you say, it will be done. So God really give authority or dominion to Adam to give name to all this animal. Whatever Adam say, that is it, the last word. God would not change it. God would not come and say, you know, I don't agree. You call giraffe, I don't like to call giraffe. I like to call something else. God did not do that. God said, whatever you say, that's is it is. And that is the name of that kind of animal. So God fully give dominion to Adam. God did not say to Adam, hey boy, you're still too young. Let me show you how to give name to the animal. I'm going to give to a few of them. And then after you grow up a little bit, then you can give the name to all these animals. God did not say that. God said, you gave the name of every single animal on earth, every kind of fish. You're going to name them. And that is it. That's all I take. So you can see that God gives both responsibilities and also authority to Adam. I want to encourage all of you, when you receive responsibility from God and authority from God, you need to take that responsibility very, very carefully. How many people want the anointing, want the power? A lot of people want the power. How many people want responsibility? Raise your hand up. Not a lot. But... You cannot have the anointing without responsibility. Adam got the dominion, the authority. But at the same time, he has the responsibility to look after the earth, the creation for God. He even named all those animals. And that's the way it is. God gave dominion to Adam. And then what happened later on, we will see why Adam lost the dominion. Why nowadays... We don't see the perfect will of God on earth. At the beginning, there was perfect peace, joy, divine health, blessings, prosperity, everything was good. But what happened? Let's look at Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. Luke chapter 4, verses 1 to 6. Many, many thousand years later, the prophecy became fulfilled. Jesus was born into the world. And After Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit at the Jordan River, he came out and he was led by the Holy Spirit and went into the wilderness and he was tempted by Satan. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days he ate nothing. Afterward, when they had ended he was hungry and the devil said to him this is a starting point of temptation to the lord jesus christ if you are the son of god command the stone to be to become bread but jesus answered him saying it is written man shall not live by bread alone but by every word of god then the devil taking him up on a high mountain showing him, uh, showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, listen carefully, this is a key sentence, all this authority I will give you. And that glory for this has been delivered to me. Satan said that all authority on this earth has been delivered to him. And all authority he has, he can give to anybody. And I'll give it to whomever I wish. What did the devil tell the Lord? Did he say that the authority is with Adam? No. Did he say that I have all authority over all the kingdoms of the earth? Yes. Did Jesus argue with him? That no, 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 you lie. It's not true. Did you see in the Bible that Jesus said that you are lying. It's not true. You don't have all authority. Jesus never argued with the devil. Jesus never said you are a liar. It's not true. You don't have authority. It's true. The devil has authority in this world. He has authority over all the kingdoms of this world. And even the Bible call him the God of this world in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4. What happened? Adam had authority. Adam ruled and reigned at the beginning. In Luke chapter 4, the devil said, I have all authority. I can give to whoever I want. The same authority, the same dominion that God the Father gave to Adam was handed to the devil. Something wrong happened here. And if the devil did not have it, he would not tempt Jesus that way. Actually, think about it. The devil tempted Jesus the same way he tempted Adam and Eve. The same question. He came to Adam and Eve and he wanted to take authority from Adam and Eve. And he tempted Adam and Eve to do something to rebel against God. And the devil wanted to do that to Jesus as well. Did God hand the authority of the earth into the hand of the devil? A lot of Christians misunderstand. Many Christians believe that God did hand authority to the devil, and the devil was the Lord's whipping boy. They worked together. So the devil will bring sickness, disease, calamities, poverty, problems, to teach you spiritual lesson. And then many Christians say that, Wow, God worked with the devil to torture me so I can learn the spiritual lesson very fast. Is it true? So if that is true, number one, you should learn the lesson very fast so that the devil will not come and attack you anymore. But it's not true. If it's true that the devil and God work together as a team, we are in trouble because we have no one to run to for help. If you run to God and God, God, please help me. The devil attacked me. And God said, yeah, I sent him. I work with him. It's like in certain country, robber work with police officer. Can you imagine if a city, the police department work with a robber, what can happen to that city? You have no help. God doesn't work that way. God and the devil doesn't work together. But the devil tried to deceive the church for all these years. Oh, God is under control. God allowed the devil to attack you. God worked with the devil to give you a spiritual lesson. He gave you cancer. He gave you sickness. He gave you poverty. He gave you sickness through the devil. It's not true. The problem is, we are the one who give authority to the devil to destroy us. Amen? Because we are not willing And obedient, we don't eat the good of the land. And even the religious leader in the time of Jesus blamed Jesus that Jesus worked with the devil. Look at Matthew chapter 12, 24 to 28. Now when the Pharisees heard it, they said, This fellow, mean Jesus, does not cast demons except by Beelzebub, the rulers of the demons. The ruler of the demons is Satan. But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan casts out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? But if I cast out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your son cast them out? Therefore, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. Jesus denied that God did not work with the devil. Jesus denied that God and the devil are in the different camps. We have two camps here. The camp of darkness and hell. And the camp Of light and heaven. And you have to choose which camp you're going to be in. And the devil has his cohorts. All the fallen angels. All the evil spirits and demons around the world. And God has his holy angels. He cast the devil out of heaven. And the devil came into the world and deceived mankind. And got the dominion and authority. And now he rule and reign on earth. He ruled non-believers. He ruled the world, not the church. He cannot rule the church. You need to understand that Lucifer was created by God to be an anointed cherub. And God did not make him the devil. Lucifer made himself the devil. Lucifer rebelled against God. Amen. Lucifer walked up and down in heaven at the beginning. He was one of the archangels. But one day he thought to himself too highly. He said, I think I should be better than God. I think I should sit on the throne higher than God. I should be in a high mountain. I'm not going to overthrow God. I'm going to get rid of God. And I'm going to rule and reign in this universe. I'm going to rule and reign in the planet Earth where God created. He wanted to get rid of God. He rebelled against God. And he became Satan. Or the... Deceiver of the world. What kind of authority that Jesus had? Jesus had the authority from God. Amen? And authority that God gave to Adam was handed over to the devil later on in his life. We're going to look at the scripture together. Amen? Okay, let's look at the scripture. That how the devil can come in and get the authority from Adam and Eve. We're going to look at the scripture together, but before we go on to that scripture, let me explain to you one thing. Jesus has a calling. He has a calling to come, preach the gospel, train disciples and die on the cross for people. But the devil is so cunning, he slipped in the alternative way. He said, "If you want authority for me, you just worship me." And Jesus did not worship. Jesus said that, "Get out of here, Get behind me." I only worship the Lord. He did not choose plan B of the devil. The devil has plan B to give him authority, but he has to worship the devil. All of you are called by God to do something. You have to be careful. God has a special plan and purpose for your life. And if the devil did that to Jesus, he's going to do the same thing to you. He's going to slip another plan into your life. And he's going to talk to you and ask you to do something out of his plan. It looks good. Wow. The devil wants to give you authority, money, and power if you just follow his plan. I want to encourage all of you. Stick with God's plan. Amen? Many years ago, I have to choose between being in high position in a denomination or I choose the file of God. I chose the file of God because that is the plan of God for my life. I declined the position in the denomination because I don't want any authority that comes from man. I want authority that comes from God only. And I'm glad I chose the file of God, not the position in the denomination. Amen. So we have to be careful. Don't follow the plan of the enemy. Look at Romans chapter 5, this scripture Paul wrote to explain to us how the devil received dominion from Adam. Romans chapter 5, verses 12 to 14. Therefore, just as through one man, who is that one man? Adam. Sin entered the world. And death through sin, and thus death spread to all men, because all sinned. For until the law, sin was in the world. But sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses. Even over those who had not sinned, according to the likeness of the transgression of Adam, who is a type of him who was to come. This scripture explains clearly. What happened? Adam sinned against God and after adam sinned against god this sin spread all over the world and then what happened death ruled and reigned all the humanity who is the god of death satan so when you read death rule humanity it means satan rule humanity the devil has the power of death let's look at verse 15 but the free gift is not like the offense for if by one man offense, many died. Much more, the grace of God and the gift of the grace, the one man, Jesus Christ, about to many. A while ago, verse 14 say, Adam was like a form of Jesus later on. A man caused humanity to lose dominion and authority. God needs to use another man to get it back. God doesn't use dogs to get it back. God doesn't use cats to get it back. God doesn't use whale to get it back. Because man is the one who loses authority to the devil. God needs to use another man. And that man named Jesus. He became man. Jesus is the son of God. He became man to get dominion and authority back to mankind. You see the picture now? That's what Romans 5 5, verse 15 say. Of that one man, Jesus Christ, about to many. The grace of God about to many. The first Adam lost dominion to the devil. And I can explain to you in a minute here. But the last Adam, Jesus Christ, got authority back to the church. Tomorrow we will learn how he delegates authority to all of you. Tonight we're going to talk about he get the authority back. We lost authority and we regain authority back through the man named Jesus Christ. Look at verses 16 to 17. And the gift is not like that which came through the one who sinned. For the judgment which came from one offense resulted in condemnation. But the free gift which came from many offenses resulted in justification. For if by the one man's offense... Death reigned through the one. Satan reigned through the first Adam. Much more, listen carefully, much more those who receive abundance of grace and the gift and of the gift of righteousness will reign in life through the one, Jesus the Anointed One. Amen. How many people receive? the free gift, the grace. How many people have the gift of righteousness in your life through faith? God say, this is a key scripture in this camp this year. Verse 17, Romans 5, 17. For if by the one man offense, death reign through the one, and much more those who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness Will reign. Will reign. In heaven, in the next life, here on earth. We reign in this life through the anointed one, Jesus Christ. When you read this Roman chapter 5, some of you may not understand how terrible, what terrible thing Adam did to mankind. The New Testament say that if was deceived. Do you know that Eve was deceived? But Adam was not deceived. Eve was standing there looking at a tree, and Adam was standing close to her. She looked at the good fruit, and she liked to eat. And then the devil talked to her. What did God say to you? If you eat this, I think you will have all the knowledge of the good and the evil, and you don't need God anymore. You're going to know everything that God knows. You're going to see everything that God sees. You're going to become like God. So the devil deceived Eve. But you need to understand that actually Adam and Eve were already created in the likeness of God. They don't need to be like God. They already like God. They were like God from the beginning. But the devil came in with a tone of rebellion. What he means, the implication is, if you eat that fruit, you don't need God anymore. You can run your own life. You can be your own God. And if you try it, you will know. So Eve was deceived. Eve picked up the fruit. But Adam was not talking to the devil. Adam knew with all his heart because God already told him at the time of creation that you cannot touch that fruit, the fruit of that tree. He, by his own will, decided to rebel against God by eating that fruit. He was not deceived. He knew the truth. He did not talk to the devil. He just decided to disobey the Lord and bow his knee to the devil. Because he bowed his knee to the devil, because he obeyed the devil, he lost or he handed over dominion to the devil on that day. Mankind lost authority and dominion on that day. The devil was very crafty and very cunning. He was not very happy to see mankind was very happy with the Lord, walking in the cool of the day, having all the things that they want to eat, the relationship was good. The devil was not very happy. So he would do everything to steal that dominion or authority from Adam and Eve. And he did. And Adam make a big mistake. And we all suffer today. Amen? How many people want to throw the stone to Adam? Raise your hand up. I want to tell you, you cannot throw that stone because you are rebellious as well. You are all rebellious in certain way. So we all have the human nature of Adam. So we cannot throw the stone to Adam. We rebel against God many, many times in our life. Amen. Thank God what happened to Adam was not the end of the story. Because God sent Jesus, the second Adam, the last Adam, into the world. To get the authority back to all of us. Amen? Are we thankful to the Lord that we can get the authority back? Amen? We can reign in this life. We can rule. We can have dominion through Christ Jesus. Because we have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and we have the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. We are not under the thumb of the devil anymore. We can rule and reign and we can conquer in this life. Amen? Are you glad to hear that? Adam named all the animals. He ruled like a king. He had all the dominion and authority over the earth that God created. And then he bowed his knees to the devil. And he lost his dominion to the devil. He lost authority. Now the authority is in the hand of the devil. That's why you see calamities, tornadoes, destructions, pains and suffering. Famine everywhere in the world. Sickness and disease. Poverty. These things are not from God. These things happen because mankind yielded the authority to the devil many thousand years ago by Adam. So the devil now holds authority. He's the God of this world and he can do whatever he wants. He is the thief. He comes to kill, to steal and to destroy. I heard people always say like this, God is under control. And when people say God is under control, what they mean is that, oh, you know, tornado that hit that person's house, it's from God. God let it happen. Oh, the earthquake that happened and people die that's from God. God let them die. No. God is not under control in that sense. You are under control. Whether you're going to be willing and obedient to God or not. If you're willing and obedient, you can control. And you can command the tornado not to hit my house. You can command the snow to stop falling down. You can control the situation in your life. You have the authority to command things on earth here that are going to come and destroy you. You can say, devil, go away. You can say, fever, you have to leave right now. Amen? But it's your choice. God is not under control in that sense that everything in the world happened because he will allow it to happen. No. He already handed the dominion to you. And then you give it to the devil, and the devil have a good time doing all the things because we yield to the devil. And we never get that dominion back to the church. And most Christians in the church live a defeated life because they don't know that they have dominion through Christ Jesus. So they let the devil just run over their life and do whatever they want. I'm not gonna let the devil run over me. I'm gonna tell the devil, get out of here. You're gonna come into my house. You're gonna teach, you cannot touch my children. You're going to touch my body. Get out of here. Because I rule and reign in this life through Christ Jesus. Amen. You notice that the devil tempted Jesus the same way he tempted Adam and Eve. Actually, he tempted Eve. He said, if you eat that fruit, oh, you're going to be like God. You're going to know everything. You're going to be God yourself. You're going to control the whole world. But actually, Eve already had that control, but she didn't know. And the devil did the same thing to Jesus. If you bow down to me, you're going to have all the authority that I have all over the world, all this kingdom of the world, you're going to have that authority if you just bow down to me. But the difference between the first man, Adam, who said yes to the devil, and the last Adam, Jesus Christ, Jesus said, no way. Jesus said, get behind me. Jesus said, shut your mouth. It is written, I will worship God only and alone. And the devil shut his mouth, packed his luggage and left. And he has nothing else to say. He has to leave. After that, what happened? After Jesus was baptized with the Holy Spirit and the fire of God, after Jesus showed that he did not yield to the devil, look at what the scriptures say. In Luke chapter 4, 14 to 20, then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. The news of him went out through all the surrounding region, and he taught in their synagogues, being glorified by all. So he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as he custom was, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up to read. And he was handed the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, And the eyes of all who were in the synagogue were fixed on him. After Jesus was baptized with the Holy Spirit, after Jesus overcame all the temptations that Adam lost in the Garden of Eden, he walked out of that place with power and authority. And he said that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. I'm going to preach the gospel. I'm going to heal the sick. And look at what happened in verse 32 to 36. Look at how Jesus walked on earth. He walked with authority. He walked with dominion. He walked with power. And they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with authority. Now in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, saying, Let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. He did not talk much. Two sentences. Be quiet, come out of him. He did not sit down and pray, Father in heaven, please help this man. Oh Lord, please do something for this man. He was not interceding. He was not praying. What did he do? He exercised authority. He said, come out. Get out of here. And when the demon, okay, be quiet. And when the demon had thrown him into their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. And listen carefully. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, what a word this is. I mean, come out, get out. Be quiet. What a word is this? These Jews, these Jewish people never see something like this in their life. Suddenly a man walk in, come out, go. And demon have to listen. They never see something like this in their life. For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits and they came out. A lot of you read all this scripture and you think in your heart, of course, pastor. Jesus is the son of God. He could do all these things. He is God. Wrong. He did not cast out demon as God. He did not walk on water as God. He cast out demon as a man anointed by the Holy Spirit. Amen. And I can just show you the scripture. Jesus did not rule and reign because he was God. He was ruling and reigning He commanded the devil as a man, obedient to the Father, rejected the temptation of the devil, and walked in the power of the Holy Spirit as a man. Look at the scripture, John chapter 14, verse 12. Most actually, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than this, he will do, because I go to my Father. If Jesus was casting out demons, healing the sick, performing miracles as God. This scripture is not applicable to us. Is that right? Because he was doing things as God, and we are not God. I'm not God either. I cannot do greater things than Jesus. But he was saying like this because he said, as a man anointed by the Spirit, I could do this, you could do greater. Are you glad that you can do a greater job than Jesus? Not more perfect, but do more than Jesus. Because now we can fly to different countries. Jesus has to walk only in Palestine. Now you can fly to Indonesia. You can fly to Thailand. You can fly to uh, Phoenix. You can fly to LA. You can do more, more, more work in the name of Jesus. You have authority to do that work in the name of Jesus. Amen? So now God gives us back authority. As a man, he has authority. We as a man and a woman of God who is anointed by the Holy Spirit, we can do the same thing and greater work than Him. Are you glad that Jesus said that? Amen. The church is not full of defeated people. The church is full of victorious soldiers, full of authority and dominion and win and reign and rule as kings on earth here. We can do the work of Jesus Christ. Look at verses 38 and 39. Luke chapter 4, 38 and 39. Now he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house. But Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever. And they make requests of him concerning her. So he stood over her and knelt down and prayed to the father. Oh, father, have mercy on her. Could you please heal her? This poor lady is so sick. Could you please extend your hand and heal her? I'm just a servant of God on earth here. Is that the Bible say? What the Bible say? He stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served them. Did Jesus pray? No, he didn't pray. What did Jesus do? He ruled. He talked to the fever. Fever, get out of here. And fever left. Is this the king? Is this ruling and reigning? Hey, get out. Get out. A lot of time, as Christians, we don't understand. We face a situation and we kneel down and ask God to do something for us. Because you don't understand that you can rule and reign. Instead of, hey, get out of this body, this sickness. You command it. You have the power, you have authority to command. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You need to practice ruling and reigning in your life. Amen. This morning I woke up with some headache. I think some allergy. The weather changed. And I commanded to go away. And some sister prayed for me, commanded to go away. And it went away. So now the headache is not there anymore. Amen. I command it. I don't just, oh, God, please heal me. I don't need to ask God to heal me. He already healed me 2,000 years ago on the cross. Jesus already healed me. I don't need to ask God to heal me anymore. He already healed me. What I need to do is to exercise my authority. I exercise my dominion. And I command it to go away. I speak to the fever. I speak to the headache. I speak to the sickness and disease. Amen. That's why the lesson in this camp, the devil is not happy. Because from now on, people in this church will not be the same. He's not happy at all. Amen. You're going to walk out of this camp different. From now on, like what happened to me one time in Japan, the, the broadcast said the snow is going to come through the whole weekend, but the next day I have to go to preach in a church in Tokyo. I was standing at the window of the small room in the hotel. And I pointed to the sky. In Jesus' name, tomorrow I need to preach. You stop tonight and no more snow tomorrow. And the snow will melt. I command like that. And next morning, the road is clean. No more snow. And I went to church and preached the gospel. You have the authority to command. In the name of Jesus Christ. We have dominion over demons. We have dominion over diseases. We have dominion over sickness. We have dominion over everything that the devil throws to us. We have dominion over the winds and the waves. I command that no earthquake gonna happen around my house. In the name of Jesus. Amen. How many people live in Belleville? You should be happy. Pass it live there. Maybe I should also say no earthquake around your house too in L.A. You can have earthquake somewhere else, but not my house. My house going to stand still. Amen. We have to command no earthquake come to my house. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me read the scripture here. I want to confirm one more time. Jesus exercised his authority not as God, but as man. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 8. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, listen carefully, being in the form of God, he was God, did not consider it robbery to be equal to God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant. In other words, Jesus, when he came into the world to the womb of Mary, he came as a man, He laid aside all of his glory, all of his anointing, all of his power. That's why you never saw Jesus perform any miracle until he was filled with the Holy Spirit and overcame all the temptations in the wilderness. From 1 to 30 years old, he walked like a man. He did not perform any miracle at all. He didn't even preach the gospel because he was a man. He laid aside all the authority. But after he was anointed by the Holy Spirit and overcame the enemy, he was willing and obedient. He began to eat the good of the land. The Bible says in Acts chapter 10, verse 38, and I'm going to conclude here and pray for people. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit, with the Holy Spirit, and with power, and went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Think about it. If Jesus was God, if Jesus was walking on earth as God, he would not have needed the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Listen carefully. Why God has to anoint him at the Jordan River? Because he was a man. He was not God. I mean, he was God, but he was not walking like God. He was walking as a man. That's why he needs the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power to be able to perform signs and wonders and miracles. And because he did not listen to the devil, he walked opposite way to Adam, the first Adam. He did not obey or yield to the devil. He gained the authority back for mankind. And we all can rule and reign and have dominion over the elements of the world, over the winds and the waves, over the sickness and demons and disease in this life right now. Jesus walked on the water and that water is on the earth. He has authority over the water. Amen? Jesus has authority, he has dominion over the things of this world. When tornado comes, when monsoon comes, you can point to the sky. Get out of here, go to the other direction. You cannot come close to my house. When your kids have fever, you can lay hand on your kids and say, Fever, go right now. You don't need to kneel down and pray to God. God, could you please heal my daughter, my son? You can command it. When the devil tries to attack you, you say, get out of here. You cannot come into my house. You have authority. Amen? You can speak to the fever. You can speak to sickness. You can speak to disease. You can speak to anything that comes and attack you. Because you have dominion and authority on earth here. I'm not saying that you use authority to point a finger to your wife and say, Wife, cook right now. I don't mean that way. That is abuse authority. I'm talking about authority over problem in your life. And your wife is not a problem. Your wife is a blessing. Don't use authority over your wife that way. Point finger to your wife. Get out of here. No, no, I don't mean that way. Don't exercise this teaching in the wrong way, okay? I don't mean that way. But I want to tell you, your authority is going to be with you as long as you submit to the authority of God. God never intended for Adam to have authority on his own. Adam has authority as long as he was under the authority of God. That's why Adam lost the dominion and authority. Because instead of being under God, he pulled himself and he betrayed God. He rebelled against God. That's why he lost the authority to the devil. And as long as you submit to God, and resist the devil. You have authority. Amen? Submit to God. Be willing and obedient. If you don't give tithe, and you come to somebody who have demon, and you're going to lay hand on somebody who have demon, and say, go away, demon going to look at your eyes and you, what? You don't even obey God, you don't even give tithe to your church. Give me a break, I'm not going to listen to you. Because you don't submit to God, you just cheat God every Sunday. You just keep cheating God. If you abuse your wife, you talk bad to your wife instead of loving your wife. And one day a demon comes in the church, and you say, "Go away right now, demon!" Demon, going to look at you. What? You even treat your wife very bad. How I going to listen to you? You cannot have authority if you rebel against God all the time. You need to submit to God. Amen. Hallelujah. I believe that the light of this word, this God's word, will shine upon your heart. And God is raising a new army in the end time. The army of God's people who are going to walk out into the world with authority. The army who are going to go out and heal the sick. Cast out demons and perform signs and wonders and miracles. The army of people who are going to go out and shake the city and the nations. The army of God's people, who will show the goodness of God through the command in the power of the name of Jesus. And when the unbelievers see the miracles happen in front of their eyes, they will turn to God and say, Can I know Jesus, your God? You go out with authority and perform signs and wonders and miracles, and people are going to submit to God. Amen. Everyone say, I'm not a helpless victim. I am a modern conqueror. I am a victor. I have authority. Through Christ Jesus, I rule and reign in this life. I have dominion. And this dominion was restored to me through Christ Jesus, the last Adam. Adam. From now on, on. I rule, I I reign, I can command in the name of Jesus. My life will never be the same. My family will never be the same. I have victory and the devil has to run away from me. In Jesus' name, amen. Are you glad to be here tonight to listen to this message? Amen. Tomorrow, we will learn again more about to have faith that God has given you authority. We're going to look at many, many scriptures tomorrow morning and tomorrow evening. We have so many things to learn. I want to encourage you one more time. Get the whole series. I have 10 sermons. And because I preach so slowly, I may have to preach 20 times. So you're going to have about 20 sermons to listen to. And I can guarantee if you listen to all these sermons, how to rule and reign with Christ, your life will never be the same. Make sure you get the whole series. I'm going to teach you how to speak, how to walk in the gift of righteousness, how to use your authority. Amen. How to walk in authority. This is just a beginning. This is just introduction. Today, just introduction. You have not gone into the depth, the real detail, how to walk in authority yet. You're going to learn more later on in this camp. Amen? Hallelujah. So you can see that we need two things. We need to be willing and obedient to walk in authority. Two, we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And we all have different level of anointings. I don't know about you. I want to have a lot of anointings. Jesus has a spirit without measure. In other words, talking in a simple language, Jesus has an unlimited anointing. The more anointing you have, the more of the Holy Ghost you have, the higher power you have. And then you can use your authority in a higher level of anointing. I remember many years ago, even though I was speaking in tongues and have power already, I mean, I was filled with the Holy Spirit. One time, a woman came into our church with demon, and I could not even cast the demon out of her because my anointing was very small. But now, when I go to a big meeting in Thailand or in Indonesia with thousands of people, I just say, fire, demon left, because I have a higher anointing than many years ago. And I even feel now that I have more anointing than last year. And God even promised me that if I'm faithful in giving anointing to people, the more I give, the more I'm going to receive. He said you need to lay hand a lot. The more I lay hand on people, the more the anointing is going to flow into me. And one of these days, when I get older and older, I believe the shadow will fall on the sick and they shall be healed. Because the anointing will be so thick, so strong, that demon and sickness cannot be around anymore in the church. In our church, there will not be any sickness. There is no demon in the church. There is no defeat in the church. Amen? No destructions, only blessing that God has. But we need to welcome the anointing. We need to welcome the Holy Spirit into our life. How many people want to have an anointing? So tonight... We're going to pray for you. I know many of you have been waiting for tonight (laughs) to have the prayer, the laying out of hand. We're going to pray for you. And when you come to be prayed for, you come and yield to God. Don't look at people around you. Close your eyes and start to drink. Start to draw the anointing from heaven. The anointing is not from me, but from heaven. You begin to draw, get hungry, get thirsty, Desperate like the woman with the issue of blood. And say, God, I don't want to be the same. Today, you're going to come do something to me. I want you to touch me. I want you to anoint me. I want you to empower me. Tomorrow, we're going to learn about empower and authority. It's a different thing. Having authority and uh, empowerment and authorize are the different words And we're going to learn different things. Tonight, right now, we're going to... Pray for the empowerment. We're going to lay hands and give you power so that you can go out with the power of the Holy Spirit to do the right thing for God. Amen? How many people are hungry tonight? How many people all the days of my life, you say, I want higher and higher anointing? Amen. This anointing is not for you. It's for the lost world you're going to go out and help people in the lost world. Amen? You want to go out and you want to have more faith and higher anointing. God's ways are not man's way. If you're going to come to be prayed for and you say, I want my way, you may not get anything. You need to yield to God's way. God's way is not man's way you need to let God do whatever He wants and you need to learn how to heal when God touch you and God want to make you cry and you just keep fighting "Mm, mm, my mascara going to be gone Mm, I'm not going to cry if you keep fighting the Holy Spirit cannot do anything to you He's a gentle God He never forced anybody if the Holy Spirit want to touch you and you walk away He's not going to force you. He's a gentle God. He's very kind and gentle. He will give to those who ask Him. Those who are desperate and hungry for Him. Those who press in. Don't come to God with your own agenda. Yes, you can ask God. But you don't come to God. God, you have to touch me this way, that way. No, He can touch you any way He wants. Amen. I notice sometimes people, God wants to make them laugh. And they just just fight, they don't laugh, they don't flow, they don't cooperate with God. You need to cooperate with God. Whatever God wants you to do it, just follow Him, just jump into the river and swim. Let God do His work. Amen. Everyone say, yielding. Everyone say, hunger. Everyone say, press in. I come to the point of my life that I know I cannot do anything with my own strength. I need the Lord. I need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like to invite those who come from Arizona first. Come out here. Arizona.
2: In Christ alone, Praise my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross. In every victory, let it be said of me, my source of strength, my source of love. Jesus Christ alone.
1: Father, pour out your Holy Spirit, pour out your fire upon the hungry soul right now, Lord. Fill them up, Lord. Overflowing, they will never be the same, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus.
2: Yes, Lord, fill. of strength. Fire. My source of hope is Christ Christ the Lord. Lord. Fill right now in the name of Jesus. In Christ Christ alone, I place my trust and find my glory in the power of the cross.
1: Fire, Phil. <laughs> Fire.
2: My source of strength. Fire. My source of hope. Fire. Is Christ
1: alone? Phil. Fire. In Christ Lord Those who come from out of town, trial. come out first. Uh, you can come, my glory,
2: the power of the glory. Let it be victory, let it be said, my source of strength, my source of
1: hope. Don't hurry to get up, keep drinking, keep drinking. Don't hurry to get up. Keep pressing in. Fire. place Yes, Lord. Fill. Fill. Those who come from out of town, come out first.
2: Fill. Fire. Let it be said me, my source of strength
1: in the name of Jesus. Christ alone. Come here, those who come out from out of town. Those who come from Los Angeles here too. Christ Come here. Lift your hand up. Yield to the Holy Spirit.
2: Yield to the Holy Ghost. Let it be fire. Let it be said of me. Come here. My source of strength.
1: Fire. Keep drinking. Don't hurry to get up.
2: Don't hurry to get up. It's Christ. Christ alone. More fire. More fire. the It's More fire. It's Christ Lord more fire more fire more fire more fire more fire more fire
0: We trust that this message is ministered to you. Hear my song Bring me your diet, You said Bring me your weak Bring me your home And says We seek your glory